Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, I'm so excited to be back here with you this week, serving up real, authentic, hilarious conversations about all things manifestation, spiritual wool, and also healing trauma because we have to do it all together, right? It's got to be one whole package. It can't just be one thing at a time. Can't cherry pick that. <laughs> Today, I'm actually really excited to talk to you a little bit about disidentifying with creativity. And I, by that, I mean like the final product. And then also disidentifying with my career. Two big ones. And it's been just this like crazy path of there's the right things happening at the right time to get me to see how much my identity was all wrapped up in the success of this podcast. It was like I was holding on so tight and everything meant so much that I wasn't allowing creativity to come through. <laughs> I'm like picturing like the analogy of like riding the clutch in in a stick shift car for anyone that has driven a stick shift. Like I have been wearing the clutch down because I've just been using it too much and I haven't allowed the gears to shift in the way that they naturally do when they're in the right position. So this is me letting go of the clutch. This is me creating my own identity. <laughs> and this is me sharing it with you because this has been a, like a fucking wow aha moment. And honestly, I want to hear if you have had a similar situation because that's all I care about. I just want to like hear everyone's story. And that's why I'm hosting this podcast. I want to share everyone's story of their own healing journey so that I'm really hoping that it helps sometimes just like the right story at the right time can help you on your own journey. It's like magic. It's it's like a puzzle piece fitting in and it's amazing. I am like just on fire with these analogies tonight. <laughs> Stick with me. I'm recording at nighttime. I don't know when you're listening, but here I am. I also don't know where you are right now, but I just want to like bless the space that you're in, whether that's on the train ride coming home from work, giving a little shout out to BART, the train system here in San Francisco. If you're in your car, if you are on your headphones, if you're washing dishes, if you are on a break from taking care of your kids, I just want to take a moment, bless that space that you are in because it's probably amazing and sacred, mostly because you're in it, which is awesome. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before I get into this week's episode, as always, I've got my weekly check-in. And for today, I want to talk about a little bit of a request, actually, that I have from you, which is I want your magical manifestation stories that include a crazy coincidence. I mean like out of this world coincidence. So I'm going to start by telling you mine and then I'm going to share information about how you can submit yours to be featured on a future episode of Lit AF. So my crazy story is that in 2017, I really wanted to see Beyonce perform at Coachella and I had never been to Coachella before. 
And I had never seen Beyonce before. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Coachella, but basically tickets sell out in a matter of minutes. They have two weekends of performances to help with the sold out crowds and they still sell out like so crazy fast. So 2017 rolls around. I'm like so pumped to see Beyonce. I don't have tickets, but I just know that I'm going to see her. And she cancels and she reschedules for the following year in 2018. I just knew, I felt like she canceled so that I could go. (laughs) I know that's really self-centered, but I'm being like truly honest. Like when I found out that she rescheduled, it was like, okay, that's because I meant to be there. And so 2018 rolls around and tickets go on sale. Do I get a ticket? No. (laughs) Do I wait in line? No. Do I try to find a ticket? No. But do you know what it does happen is I got a job at a company that gave out Coachella tickets to select employees that applied for them. What? And not just any Coachella tickets. I'm talking like VIP backstage included like a camping spot on site. It was so magical. It was crazy. So I apply. They waited so long to share the opportunity that I was sweating a little bit. I was like, I have to be there. Like, how is Beyonce going to be able to perform if I'm not there? Like, I'm just not really sure how that's going to happen. Not only did I manifest VIP tickets, free VIP tickets to go see Beyonce, I manifested an extra one for my husband, which was so fun. So we got to go to Coachella for the very first time for free with backstage passes. We got to camp in this amazing spot on site, which was incredible. We had just this amazing experience. I obviously had planned out my outfit for what I was going to wear when I presented myself to Beyonce. I planned out my pee schedule perfectly so that I was empty by the time I got there. I brought a Gatorade bottle just in case of an emergency so I wouldn't have to go anywhere. I was really committed. Can you tell? I was so committed, folks. (laughs) It was amazing. And I got a spot probably about 75 feet away from the stage. And it was hands down the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. She had about 100 people up there performing with, with her on stage. She had a brass band. She had all kinds of dancers. She had guests come on. She had her sister Solange come on stage. She had Destiny's Child on stage with her. I mean, it was just incredible. It was amazing. Everyone afterwards, like the next day of the festival, young, old, didn't matter who they were. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was a buzz. And obviously the whole world was a buzz after they saw that show. It was just truly incredible. So I'm forever grateful that not only did I manifest Beyonce rescheduling, but I manifested some free tickets to the show. It was amazing. I want to hear your manifestation magical coincidence stories. And sometimes this is like, I I don't care how big or small it is. Not at all. Like, I just want to hear the magic of it. Like the, that crazy freaking coincidence where you're like, I needed to buy an iPad mini and I manifested like someone gave me a check out of the blue for $425 or however much the total is. That was the exact amount that you needed for that iPad mini. Like, that is what I want. You man- you wanted to manifest a certain brand of a thing and through some crazy magic coincidence, you got that thing. I want to hear these stories. So please submit your story. I want to hear it. 
The deadline to participate is Monday, November 22nd. And if you're interested in sending me your story, and I hope that you are, visit sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash manifestation story. You can submit your text story there. You can also submit just a voice note, a recording of your story. If chosen, it will be featured on an episode of Lit AF. I will be in touch with the stories that are selected. I'm so excited for this. I am so excited to hear your stories. I'm so excited to be inspired by your stories. And again, I'm just going to say it. It does not matter how big or small your story is. So please, if you're interested, submit your story at sarahcohan.com forward slash manifestation story. All right, now let's get into this week's episode. (sighs) Okay, so this, I'm excited and nervous to talk about this all at the same time, which is a good sign, right? (laughs) And I just wanted to start today's episode with a quote from Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I actually manifested this book, which is a story for another time, maybe on that manifestation episode. (laughs) But I love this quote. I think society did a great disservice to artists when we started saying that certain people were geniuses instead of saying they had geniuses. I just love that. In this part of the book, she talks about how ideas are almost like the spirit world. They come and go. They're completely outside of us. And we're privileged to be able to play with them and nurture them. And sometimes it's not meant to be and they move on to other idea containers to other people. And sometimes they stick around and sometimes they're wildly successful. And sometimes they maybe are just a learning experience for you. So I love that quote of just having genius instead of being genius. And I think that's the perfect launching point for this big transformation slash up level that I'm in, which is exhausting, by the way. (laughs) I've talked to so many people recently. They're like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm up leveling. I am literally sleeping as many minutes of the day as I possibly can. And I'm exhausted. And they're just like, oh yeah. And then my other friend was like, yeah, sounds like you're grieving. (laughs) I was like, how did you know that that is the feeling of up-leveling? Anyway, we're going to get into that. But it has been this amazing transformation and it has started with the gift of the Podcast Accelerator with the girls from Almost 30, which is an amazing podcast. They are going to be on this podcast very shortly. I'm so excited. It has been an amazing workshop that they are hosting. The host names, Lindsay Simsek and Krista Williams, are just beyond talented and amazing, and they create just amazing community. Like I'm learning so much from them. And on the second week of the Accelerator program, Lindsay was walking us through a meditation, and she asked us to picture the energy of our podcasts outside of us and just to see what that energy looked like and then to ask the podcast what it needs and being able to take lit AF outside of my body where I have been selfishly storing it this whole time and to look at it and see 
beautiful. It was like melting and bright and just magnetic and warm and bubbly and fun. The colors were like this vibrant pink and orange, just like morphing in on itself. And I just thought to myself, oh my God, what a beautiful, beautiful energy that I get the privilege to engage with every day and that you get to experience weekly through these episodes. Like I was brought to tears and for the first time I was able to take my business, which is this podcast, outside of myself. And while this was happening, while this magic was happening with Almost Started Girls, I was in the first week, maybe second week of starting my new job. And I've talked on here a lot about getting a job. It's been on my manifestation list for a while. And I have manifested an incredible, incredible job. I keep telling everyone, I think that I found the best job in the world. I have amazing, amazing coworkers. And I get to work with amazing people every single day. So I'm working with nonprofits on selling fundraising donation pages to them. This is what I've done. I was a fundraiser for my entire career. And so to be able to still work with that community and help these people in a way that feels so good and so nourishing is amazing. And I truly feel like it's an amazing privilege. So I have this job. I feel like I'm in this amazing, very secure environment, both financially with my boss, with my partner, just like everything is coming together where the last year and a half has just been like, make it work, make something work, like get, get a consulting job, prove your worth. Like I was just kind of just caught in that trap. I was really, Ooh, I gotta apologize to you. I feel like, like I really wanted this podcast to be my full-time job. Like I really wanted it to make money and because I just love it so much. Honestly, I really do. Like I could do this all day long. This is all I want to do, but you know, that's going to take time and a little bit of patience. And I was really rushing that. And I do apologize. Like I, I owe, as a host of this, like I owe more to you than that. I really do. So while I'm up leveling in this job, up leveling with a new salary, up leveling in this amazing podcast accelerator, I am like experiencing so many new things all at the same time. And just seeing the fact that this podcast is its own separate entity, just incredible. And so I'm sitting with that and it feels like, you know, just this burden, this incredible burden has been lifted off of my shoulders. And that way it doesn't stop there. Like you would think that like, that's it. Like, great. Now we're here. No, 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 no. It goes so much deeper. So I'm talking about this with my creative friends and I'm trying to explain how it feels to disidentify with the success of this podcast and just see it as its own thing that I get to feed and mold and support and care and nurture for. And then something else crazy happens. (laughs) And that is that I started to realize in my job that I was getting just like instant respect. And respect is like a core need of mine that's very common for fearful avoidance. And I was feeling like, holy moly, my beautiful subconscious, my beautiful subconscious brain that's, you know, the age of a seven-year-old, depending on what experience we're talking about, really wants to be famous. And I'm talking like everyone around the world knows who I am. Everyone sees my work. I want to have my dreams to have a daytime talk show. Like that's what I want to do. 
I feel like I am good at this role. I don't necessarily think that I was feeling like my goal behind the fame wasn't I'm serving you. The goal behind the fame was I want to be seen. I want to be seen and I want to be respected. And I think that my seven-year-old subconscious had decided that the quickest and best way that I was able to be seen as a kid and 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 also to feel safe because there was so much like just chaos when I was growing up was moments when I was entertaining my family. And I loved it. Like I used to dress up and make them laugh. We used to do shows, my sisters and I, like being able to be- perform for my family was a beautiful moment of like, I know that I'm having fun. I know that I'm seen. I know that I'm safe. Like it hit all the things. And I think there was a moment of like piece of it that I am respected. All of a sudden I start this new job. I feel respected. I feel safe. I feel seen. I feel so sane. Oh my God. And really what the shift is for me is that I feel like I get to be an expert because I am have spent my life 15 years working for nonprofits and now I get to work with them, but then also explain what they do. It feels just incredible. Just like all the little like parts of me feel very massaged right now, like really, really good. Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. I know I am. If you're enjoying the Lit AF podcast, I humbly ask you to make a financial contribution to the Lit AF tip jar. Your support will help make this podcast happen. Financial contributions help to cover costs like podcast hosting site, podcast recording software, and it also helps us to pay our amazing, talented podcast editor that brings us these sweet episodes every single week. Monthly and one-off donation options are available, and we've got some sweet thank you gifts for everyone participating. If you're interested in making your financial contribution, please visit sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Now back to this week's episode. Thank you so much. So I'm, you know, realizing that I can separate myself from my podcast and all of a sudden I am now separating myself from this idea that I need to be famous in order to be seen and respected. Holy shit. So it started like pretty slow. I can't even remember if it was like prompted by a business coach session or a therapy session. I don't know. I'm doing, I'm on all kinds of sessions these days, you guys. I got a whole team crew. I got a crew. Okay. (laughs) I feel very lucky that I have a crew that's just shaping and molding what we are, what I am today. I can't remember the moment where this kind of happened. I think it was very slowly through up-leveling in this job. I just realized I could do this for the rest of my life. Like I could get the suburb house, raise the kids, and keep doing what I'm doing right now for the rest of my life. And I could be happy. And I could be really happy. Like all of my needs could be met and they will be met. But I had always just imagined that I had to push myself to be seen in order to see myself as a success. That makes sense. So 
I put the podcast aside and then I put this incredible pressure that I've been putting on myself for my entire life to be famous. What? <laughs> it was like a double, a double letting go, <laughs> a double weight loss if you want to look at it that way. Like it was intense. And the first one that I let go of, I just felt so much relief. The second one that I let go of, of this idea that I need to be seen, I felt lost. I felt lost. I felt like I was spinning and all of a sudden I didn't know where to land. And it felt like almost free falling from like an airplane of just like, I get to let go of this thing that maybe has been making me feel safe for so incredibly long and has been pushing me to work hard. And I always thought of that incredible amount of pressure to be a good thing to push me. All of a sudden it was just gone. And I was free falling, free floating, just didn't know where to spin, where to look, what was up, what was down. And it left me with the here and now. And it also left me with this incredible void to fill in with what makes me happy. And I don't know, maybe if like other people have gone through the same thing, if like both of those things happen at the same time. But what has been able to now that I'm like in the present moment and noticing what actually makes me feel happy in the day today right now, what I get to fill it with in my free time is this podcast. (laughs) And what a fucking privilege that is to be here with you every single week having these meaningful, authentic, and I personally think hilarious conversations with these amazing coaches and teachers that have um, so many of their own gifts to share with us. So I really was not expecting that as an up level. Now I'm going to get into the grief part of the up level, but I wasn't planning on having a total identity crisis. I used those words with a friend. I I had a complete identity crisis. And yeah, the up-level part of it has been filled with so much grief. And I almost wonder if up-leveling should just be called grieving because there's a few things that I was grieving over. Number one, I was grieving over the fact that I had been treating my podcast so poorly this whole time. I was not being a securely attached nurturer to my podcast. Two, I was grieving the fact that I had finally found an amazing job and that it took me this long to find it and that I've had so many jobs previous to this that don't even fall close to the amazing support and respect that I'm getting. So I had to grieve the fact that I put up with so – like I expected so little for so long. (laughs) That was a really – big one for the grief. And then three, I think that there's this interesting grief process that happens of when you wanted something for so long and then you finally have it. And it's just this strange feeling of, you know, it's all wrapped up in like, do I deserve this? Yes, I do. Constantly just trying to remind yourself of that and and like say goodbye to the person that that wasn't ready for that manifestation. Ugh. Oh my God. (sighs) Let's just have a moment for every version of you that you've had to say goodbye to 
in order to say yes to something new and to step into a bigger version of yourself and to accept the manifestation and accept the support. Like it's sad. It's sad to say goodbye to those people. And it's hard. It's so hard. I I mean, I I used to think that that conflict that I wanted and and also just self-sabotaging myself and making myself small and putting myself in situations where I wasn't being treated right was a good thing because it was just so comfortable. It was so incredibly comfortable. And now it's not. Now I'm like stretching and growing and it feels so good. It just feels so incredibly good. So it's my big up level and my big grief (laughs) as of recent. And I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And please know that while I'm going to be a better podcast mom, I already am a better podcast mom. I feel like I'm showing up more authentically and more vulnerably here. Even just this episode is so amazing and it feels so right in my body. And I don't want to discount what I was putting out earlier. Not at all. I think it was super important and I had to do it that way. I had to do it that way because, oh yeah, this was another big realization that I had. The whole time that I was working on my podcast and trying to build the business, I was putting so much pressure on myself and I didn't have savings saved up and I didn't have a loan to take out to support the business or an investor. I I just, I didn't have any of that. And the whole time that I was working on it for the last year and a half, I always felt this like guilt or yeah, guilt. I'm trying to think, was that guilt or shame? Guilt is an action. Shame just is being bad. So yeah, it was guilt. I felt guilt over not having that prepared for this business. But we have to, I, I just had this incredible realization that that was old Sarah. That was how old Sarah was operating. And Sarah believed that I needed to have that pressure in order to produce, that if I didn't have that pressure, I wouldn't do it. And you know, oh my God, the other craziest thing (laughs) was while all of this was happening, I had recorded an episode with Thais Gibson and I had zero guests lined up for the podcast. And so I'm having all these realizations. I'm having my complete identity crisis. And at the same time, I have no one else lined up for the future of Lit AF. And there was a moment where I was just like, is this done? Is this done? I don't know. Like, obviously guests will come to me if it's meant to be, but like, I had to, like, do I really want to keep doing this? You know, like this, it's a lot to do with a full-time job. Like I had that choice in that moment. And so all of a sudden out of the blue, now I've got like seven guests lined up. Now that I've had all these experiences, I've had this up level, I've had this identity crisis. And then now this new, bigger, like just belief in myself that has nothing to do with the podcast. Now I've got seven to eight guests lined up and it's just like, how beautiful is that? And it was easy. It was just like, I reached out. People said yes. People said no. I moved on. Like none of the back and forth, none of the like no responses. It was very like da 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 da. Like now we're moving forward. So that felt really, that was like kind of a wonderful feedback from the universe and divine consciousness and divine source that we're all living in that this is, you know, I'm going to keep continuing. Like I'm going to keep going. So 
I forgave myself for setting up this business in the way that I did because I was just operating under the guise of pressure is the way to motivate me. And now, now I'm operating under the fact that I think fun is the way that it's going to make this podcast successful and that's going to bring the best parts of me out on the show. So I feel really incredibly, truly honored to be here. I feel so privileged to be able to nurture this podcast, Lit AF, just the name of it, you, the community, you, the listener. And I'm just like down to clown. I am just super freaking pumped for the future of Lit AF and also the future of Sarah Cohan. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And honestly, are you, if you have had this experience with a business a creative project, I would love to hear your story. Um, send me a DM on the Instagrams. You can find me at it's me, Sarah Cohan, S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N. I want to hear how this process was for you because I've heard other people talk about this, like this identity crisis, but I haven't actually gone through it myself. And I'm just one of those people. I'm a 6'3 in human design. I don't know if that's the reason why, but I can blame that. Um, lol blame. <laughs> I have to experience something in order to understand it. And so this was my experience of it. And I can't wait to just continue to unfold and move forward and share that with you. I think next up is going to be uh, being so hard on myself in the creative process. <laughs> I think big magic with Elizabeth Gilbert is certainly going to help. And um, I'm really, really appreciative of you being here. If this episode resonates, please send it to a friend, especially if they've got a business that they're pushing on and just maybe they need some insight or support. And I'm not saying this has to happen to you, but like, holy shit, it feels real good. (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. Please stay lit, lit as fuck. And I will be back here with you next week. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And please share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. Of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show and being part of the Lit AF community, join our Patreon by visiting sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week. 